0: This is a Cincy Fan Talking with L.P. You can catch me on Twitter. That's a Cincy Fan Talking. You say it like it sounds, just leave off the G. If you have ideas for the show, you can reach me at Cincy underscore Fantalk at Yahoo.com. If you have any suggestions for the show, make sure you leave them there. Who knows, you might find yourself as part of the show any feedback would be definitely appreciated and also make sure you hit the link tree page that's on my twitter make sure you click on that you can find all the different ways to contact me there enjoy the show Hey everybody, this is LP coming back at you with episode 2 of Cincinnati Fan Talk. Um this was supposed to drop about, you know, college sports and um all that good stuff, but it's so much stuff happening on my feed about the Bengals that I figured I'd go ahead and talk about that since that's fresh on my mind. As always, um, if you agree or disagree with anything I say, if you just want to like you know chop it up, um, go ahead and leave me a voice message, or you can go ahead and hit me on Twitter, and that's at Cincinnati underscore Talk. And I'm definitely willing to chat uh, with anybody about the Bengals, Reds, college sports, all that stuff. But I want to go ahead and start by getting into um, this gossip about Andy Dalton. Possibly moving on to the Patriots um I've always said always said that if you put a strong team around Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton will shine um i'm I'm definitely the Andy Dalton supporter um I wouldn't say I ride with Andy Dalton, but I feel like he's gotten the short end of the stick around here in Cincinnati um he's blamed for a lot of things he can't control. He's blamed for getting sacked a lot, and he's blamed for throwing a lot of interceptions, and some of those are on him, but he's going through so much as far as losing a lot of receivers, dealing with an offensive line that's not really up to snuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that the quarterback can't control. Um, My thinking about quarterbacks is this. Quarterbacks are a lot like teachers. Um, When I'm not doing podcasts at like 11 at night, um, I'm teaching middle school. Here's the thing about teaching, and it's the same thing that I can say about being a quarterback. We get all the blame and we get all the credit, even when we don't necessarily deserve all the blame or all the credit. Um, Andy Dalton got a whole lot of credit in 2015, 2016, when he was out here really putting in work. But if you really look around at that team, it was a lot of Andy Dalton, and it was a really solid defense, and it was a really solid running game. Um, there's a lot that makes a quarterback shine, and there's a lot that's out of the quarterback's control. And if the team isn't doing very well, You look at that focal point. You look at Andy Dalton and say, if Andy Dalton was playing like this, the team would be better. And that's not necessarily the case. And that's why I feel like Andy Dalton has been getting the short end of the stick here in Cincinnati. I really hope Andy Dalton goes somewhere and does really well. New England would be, uh, I wouldn't say a great fit for him. I would say a good fit for him. It really depends on what they do with their defense. If they keep those defensive pieces that they have now, it would be a pretty good team for him to go to. Everybody's like, "Yeah, Andy Dalton to the Patriots is going to be really, really great. Not necessarily. It really depends on who they bring back. They're going to have to put some wide receivers around Andy. They're going to have to put a good defense around Andy. He's proven if he has a really good team, he'll give you a really good result. But you really can't put Andy in a situation where he has to provide the spark and he has to provide all of the highlights because he's not that type of quarterback. He's more of a complimentary quarterback. He's not necessarily the superstar. And there's nothing really wrong with not being a superstar quarterback. There have been plenty of quarterbacks throughout the years that have not necessarily been superstars, but they've won trophies. Joe Flacco, Um, I could take it way back, (laughs) Jeff Hostetler, Um, Peyton Manning with his last Super Bowl. He wasn't necessarily the Peyton Manning of old. I mean, he wasn't out here yelling Omaha, Omaha, getting it done. But he had a solid defense. He had a solid running game. And he could do enough to get the job done. I see Andy Dalton in that role. I really don't see him in that role here in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Just based on the fact that everybody kind of needs to move on. Andy needs to move on. The Bengals need to move on. Sometimes it's just time to call it a day. I mean, it really is. I really hope Andy lands somewhere where he's appreciated. I feel like we really didn't appreciate him here the way we should have. And I also think that if the quarterback position doesn't work out the way it's supposed to, we'll kind of be missing Andy. But... I agree that it's time for him to move on. There needs to be a new direction with the team. I mean, it just has to be. So we definitely wish Andy the best, and we hope he gets the support that he's supposed to get. It's not really a done deal that he's gone. I mean, a lot of people are saying that it's pretty much a done deal. It definitely feels like it, but, I mean, you never know. I mean, we're dealing with our Bengals. You never know, but definitely we over here we wish andy the best um we're going to be right back we're going to take a quick break and we'll see you guys in a second <music> Hey everybody! Welcome back. Welcome back. So, I'm on Twitter a lot. Like I I spend a lot of time on Twitter. Uh, I'm always surfing Twitter, kind of reading what everybody says. Um, it's always funny to me. Um, it's always actually fun to me and funny to me interacting with the folks on Twitter. Um, good conversation sometimes. Um, sometimes some people got to get ignored because it, it gets a little hectic out there. But. I'm reading Twitter, and I'm reading somebody who posts, um, and, and this is just hypothetical. I mean, I, I don't think any of this is um, ironclad or even really on the radar, but somebody was talking about what if the Bengals were in the position um, to get the New Orleans Saints' entire um, draft picks for this year and all of them for next year, and the first and third round draft picks of the Saints in um, the year after that, if they give up the first round pick, which will probably be Joe Burrow. And as far-fetched as that scenario is, um, I'm of a mindset if something like that will happen. I'm of a mindset to where I most likely wouldn't take it. I think I put on Twitter, there's like a 98% chance that I would just say, pass. Um, I'm good. I'll go ahead and take Joe Burrow. But I started kind of thinking about it. And if you really think about it, if you're trying to upgrade your team and if you're at the beginning of a reboot, there's no way that you can look at an offer like that and immediately pass on it. I I mean, there's no way. Now, a big part of me is like, Let's get Joe Burrow and let's roll with it. But if I'm at the head of a rebuild and I know I have holes all over my team, it would be foolish for me to just be like, okay, forget it. We're not going to look at it. There are multiple rooms of the Bengals that need help. They need depth and they need talent. We're talking about the linebacking core. We're talking about the offensive line. We may be talking about the wide receiver core. I really like their wide receivers, but if you lose A.J. Green, then that wide receiver room is looking a lot different. The cornerback room is going to lose some depth, and they're going to need a little bit of help. You may want to look at another safety. You may want to look at another tight end. There's a lot of rooms that would need help, and if you get a deal like that from the Saints, there's no way you can not look at it. I mean, you will want to go ahead and be like, okay, if we have the Saints draft picks, which are going to be lower than our draft picks, we're talking in the 20s because they just made the playoffs. Who can we get in the 20s that could help our team immediately? This is stuff that you will have to think about. And you will still have all of your draft picks as well. And I think a lot of people will be forgetting that. We have our draft picks plus the Saints draft picks. There's a lot of room to get players on your team that can help you. And even if the fifth and sixth and seventh round players don't stick, we're still talking about first round talent, second round talent, third round talent, and even fourth round talent that could really help your team. I mean, they could really help this franchise, a franchise, by the way, that when you looked at them last year, they played really hard, but they kind of wilted in the beginning of games and in the middle of games. I don't think that depth was there. So you probably don't take that deal. If they had, if the Saints had higher draft picks, you probably would. But you can't look at something like that and immediately dismiss it. I mean, you really can't. You don't know what joe burrow is going to be i mean you really don't there have been quarterbacks that have played for high profile teams and they get to the nfl and they don't do as well as people think i personally don't think the nf the college game translates to the nfl game the same way the only one that really does is college basketball college basketball translates to the pro game very well um, When I say very well, I mean a lot better than the college game translates to the NFL game. It, it kind of looks more the same, college basketball and pro basketball. When you're talking about college basketball, college football players, sorry about that. When you're talking about college football players, they're playing against the best college football players, but they're nowhere near the same level as an NFL player. So when you're looking at a quarterback like Joe Burrow, you want him to be successful and you feel like he will. But there's no guarantee. If you take all of those draft picks, you have a much better chance of getting three or four that stick. So that would be one of the main things that I would think about if I had to do a deal like that. I mean, you would have to now. There have been a lot of teams that have had a lot of picks. I mean, the Browns come to mind. They've had a lot of picks. A lot of those picks haven't stuck. Their first round picks haven't stuck. If you look at their first round picks since maybe 2012, 2013, none of those players play for the Browns now. So a first round pick isn't necessarily a guarantee. Uh, We would need that, that scout staff for the Bengals to really come through. But... I mean, that's really just my opinion. Um, If you feel differently, if you agree or if you disagree, um, please hit me up on the uh, voice message here on Anchor. And you can also hit me up on Twitter. That's at Cincy underscore talk. Um, we're going to go ahead and close this out. Um, Again, you can go ahead and hit me on Twitter. Uh, I believe we're on Spotify now, which is awesome. And uh, we're also here on Anchor. So we're going to go ahead and close this out tonight. Um, I'll probably be doing this on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, Definitely going to be consistent with it. So if you want to chat, please let me know. And we'll catch you guys in a couple days. You guys take it easy. This is LP. And I'm out. If you're not ready for the conversation to end, I'm not either. Make sure to catch me on Twitter. That's a Sensi Fan Talking. Leave off the G at the end of it, and we can keep the conversation going. Also, don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button so you can catch the next episodes. The episodes will drop every Tuesday. If there's a change in that, I'll make sure to let you know. Appreciate the support. As always, life is good.